Father, thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you that you allowed us to pray for each other. Thank you for your love for us. And as we come to your word, Father, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds, even for these next few moments, that you would touch our hearts, touch our minds, that we would have understanding from you, and that we would be open to receive what you have for us, your word, your daily bread for our souls. I ask that you would stand in this, my body, that you would think with my mind, that you would speak with my tongue. Say to us in this house those things that you would have us know. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. 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 So the book of John, chapter 14, it's also on your fill-in notes if you uh, want to look on there as well. But who is the Holy Spirit? And, and so Jesus is talking to his disciples about a, a lot of different things in the Gospels. And I encourage you to read the Bible as much you, as you can. If you can do it daily, I would encourage that. Even five minutes. I, I'm friends with a pastor in Chicago from a, an inner, church, uh, inner city church in Chicago. And they have uh, this desire that they're, gonna, they're, they're challenging their people to read the Bible for ten minutes every day. 10 minutes every day. And so everybody's coming together and they're looking for plans and ways that they can read and engage in the Bible. And I would encourage you to read the scriptures because it's powerful. Who is the Holy Spirit? Is he, you know, some churches, all they talk about is the Holy Spirit. I've been in those kinds of churches. And there's some churches that they don't talk about the Holy Spirit at all. And so uh, just, just for the sake of of, of reminding us what we believe. There is something called the Apostles' Creed. Say Apostles' Creed. And basically it's a summary of what Christians believe. And I don't have time to read all of it, but I'm just going to read you three lines, maybe four, from the Apostles' Creed. I'm going to skip some of them, but I just want you to understand this is what Christians have believed since the church began. It goes like this, and you've heard this before. I believe in God the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth, right? You've heard that before. And it also says, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And then a little bit later says, I believe in the Holy Spirit. So I believe in God the Father, I believe in his son Jesus, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. So even as we begin, my prayer for you, my prayer for me, for this church, is that we will have a true and real experience, not just with God the Father. Father, we love you. We want to experience you. Not just with the Son. Son, thank you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross. But that third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit of God, Father, that we would have an experience with your Holy Spirit. Amen? And so who is the Holy Spirit? And Jesus, in the book of John, said this, to his disciples. We're going to start in verse 15. Here's what he says. Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commands. I'm just going to hit a pause there for 30 seconds. I just want to say something. There is a connection between obedience and love. There's a connection between love and obedience. Because I love my wife Amy, I will be faithful to her. Are you with me? Because I love her, there are things I've got to do. To show my love. So Jesus throughout the scriptures says, when there's love for God, obedience follows. Obedience to what? To God's ways, to Jesus' commands. And so your life and mine, sometimes we have a disconnect 
Because we, we think love is all about what's inside, how I feel. You know, we watch Titanic, you know, and we, we say, oh, yeah, it's, love is about this feeling. But listen, this feeling has to lead to some action. Say action. And so Jesus says before he starts talking about the Holy Spirit, and I think it's a clue for you and for me, that the love that we have for God should lead us to do something about it. He says, if you love me, keep my commands. And, and this word is not in there, but I almost think that the disciples would say, but how? How do we do it? And so then Jesus goes on and says this. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. Say advocate. To help you and be with you. Can I get an amen? amen? The Holy Spirit helps and is with. I'm going to get to that in one second. And for how long will he help you? Forever. Forever. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? God had this planned out from the start. He had a plan. The gospel is about Jesus dying on the cross. But he said, wait for something, disciples. I'm going to send someone the advocate, the Holy Spirit, to be with you and to help you. Jesus talks about love. What the world needs now, right, is love, sweet love. Okay, it, it, the world just needs love. But listen, the love that you have needs to lead to action. And I believe Jesus is teaching on the Holy Spirit because he is the one that can touch our hearts and help us and empower us to act in love and to do the things that God wants us to do because he's going to help us to do it and he's going to be with us forever. Can I get an amen? amen? Here's a question before we go on. He says, he says, if you love me, keep my commands. Do you love Jesus today? If you don't, it's okay, but here's my prayer for you. More than anything else is that you will fall in love with Jesus. There is a man who gave his life for you and it's possible you don't even know it you don't feel that uh, important yourself. You feel like a life has not amounted to what you wanted it to. But there is one who loved you and loves you enough to die for you. He did it so that you and I could have a chance. So that we could, we could fulfill our, God's purpose for our lives. But we cannot do it by ourselves. We need special, special strength. So here's the first villain. The Holy Spirit is an advocate. The Holy Spirit is an advocate. Pastor, what is an advocate? An advocate is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause. I, I might be an advocate for the homeless. I may be, might be an advocate for, for equal rights. I might be an advocate for folks that are struggling with addiction. I may be a, an advocate for a lot of different things. I, I am now the daddy of a Down syndrome child, and so now anytime that there's an issue concerning special needs or Down's kids, I, I feel like there's a little bit of an advocate in me because I want to speak to those things, say advocate. So the, the Bible says, Jesus says, the Holy Spirit is an advocate. Another definition, a more of a biblical definition, it, it means helper. It means helper. The word in, in, in Greek is paraclete, and it most commonly refers to the Holy Spirit. It means a helper, uh, uh, someone who's called to one's aid. You ever need help? <laughs> and, it, you know, I don't know about you, if you get either stuck on the side of the road. I remember one time uh, my late wife, Pastor Joanne, who was, was driving down, and one of her, the tires blew out. 
and uh, she needed help. And I remember she called me at work. I was in the middle of work, and she basically said these two words, help me. <laughs> and so I stopped what I was doing because she was my wife. I said, I got to go and help her. I'm not going to leave her by herself. But she was actually pregnant at the time as well. And so I remember I drove over there, and I got there, and I said, dun da 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 my Superman shirt, right? Because, yeah, I'm here to help you. And why? Because I, 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 she meant something to me, right? And I would drop anything for my family. So the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, once he comes into your life, he is an advocate. He is one that when you are in trouble and you call out and say, I need help, the Holy Spirit goes and meets you wherever you are. He will help you and be with you forever. Can I get an amen? amen. He is the advocate called to one's aid. Why did Jesus ask the Father for this? Because he wanted help for you and he wanted someone to be with you. Anybody ever feel alone? You don't have to raise your hand, but... You ever feel like, man, I'm going through this. No one can help me. No one can, no one can really understand what's happening. I remember when, when, I, when I lost Pastor Joanne, my late wife, and I was, I was in pain, and I was trying to raise Sarah, who was an infant, and Daniel at the time, who was seven. And, and I felt like many people talked to me about different things, but, but they didn't really understand what I was going through because they hadn't experienced it the same way. Now, we, we all experience loss, amen? And here's one thing I say. Everybody's loss is is peculiar and unique to them. <laughs> I can never say I know what you're going through because the fact is I don't. So I felt sometimes we feel alone in our pain, but I always remember the Lord always reminding me, even if no one else understands, I'm here with you. Even if no one else can help you, I am the Spirit. I am here to help you and be with you. And there are times where even though I didn't, I, I didn't know what the next step was going to be, I just felt the Spirit of God and the, the prayers of the saints holding me up one step at a time. He, uh, he was an advocate for me when I couldn't do for myself. Jesus goes on and says, It's the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him. For he lives with you and will be in you. Here's the next film. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. It's truth. It's true. He's a spirit of truth. He will never lie to you. You don't have to be confused. The Holy Spirit of God brings truth. He, he, he brings a stability, a foundation. You know, it's really hard to make decisions when you don't know the truth, right? A famous guy one time says, I want the truth. And the answer was what? You can't handle the truth. And so many people run away from the Holy Spirit because when God comes close to us, I can't fake it anymore. When God shows up and, and the mirror of God is there, I have to be honest about who I am. And that's hard sometimes. And that's why it says the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. By the way, very similar language is used in John chapter 1 about Jesus. He came to those of, who were his own, but his own did not recognize him. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And listen, listen to what it says. But you know him, listen, for he lives with you and will be in you. He lives with you and will be in you. 
There's something about the power of God inside of us. It's not just one who is with us forever. Thank you, God, for that. But one who will be in us, somehow dwelling inside of us. Jesus goes on and says, All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will do a couple of things. And here's what he will do. Will teach you how many things? All things. And will remind you of everything I. Who's I? It's Jesus. Jesus is talking to the disciples, you guys. He's saying, listen, when the Holy Spirit come, and when he comes, he's the advocate, he's going to come from the Father in Jesus' name. He's going to come from the Father in Jesus' name. And I believe that those are the next fill-ins. He's going to come from the Father in Jesus' name. And so I want you to see, you say, Pastor, who is this Holy Spirit? He is the third person of the Trinity. And right here, we see what we call a Trinitarian text because Jesus here is talking about um, all this I have spoken to you while still with you. This Jesus talking, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit. So he's talking about the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. So there you see that he's talking about himself. He's talking about the Father. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Which one is it? All of them are. It's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is from the Father and was sent in Jesus' name. Uh, what, what will the Holy Spirit do? What is the role of the Holy Spirit? What is, he, what is he doing? He is here to teach you all things. He's going to teach you all things and remind you of everything Jesus said. So those are the next fill-ins. The next fill-ins is he comes to teach and remind. He comes to teach and remind us the words of Jesus. I want you to see how important the word... Somebody told me, I just don't have time to read the Bible. Listen, God in his universal plan has structured our lives so that we need his Holy Spirit. And when we receive the Spirit, what the Spirit will do is it will teach us some things. I don't know about you, but every once in a while, I'll need to hear the voice of the Spirit say, don't go in there. Okay, Holy Spirit, I'm not going to go in there. <laughs> Sometimes, I'm just going to, you know what, I'm kind of upset, and I need to give this person a piece of my mind. I'm about to talk to him, and I hear this little voice and say, hey, 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 remember I had mercy on you. Okay, Lord, maybe I'll change my, my voice. I remember, uh, um, whenever there's strife in any scenario, there's, a po there's powerful text there, and the Lord reminds me. If you ever struggle, you know, in marriage, uh, sometimes God will remind me, and, and, and he'll, say, he'll say these words, love her. As Christ loved the church. Now say, but, but God, love your wife as Christ loved the church. By faith. Amen? So he will teach us and reminds us. The Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us. And, and again, I, I, I know I went through this fairly quickly. Here's what I want you to do this, this week, if you can. I want you to look at John chapter 14. The book of John chapter 14. It is a power-packed book. And I want you to notice the places where Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit. And, and here's what I want you to do. And this is uh, my encouragement. Uh, I'll finish with this. The last fill-in is this. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. He is the third person of the Trinity. 
He is the one that came down from heaven when Jesus was being baptized by John the Baptist. The Bible says that the heavens were open and the Spirit of God came down like a dove on Jesus. And the Father said, this is my beloved Son, in him I am well pleased. That's another Trinitarian text. The Father shows up, Jesus is there, and the Spirit is there. God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that you uh, have given us your Spirit to be with us and to help us. Oh, if you need help today, the Holy Spirit is available to you. Will you call out to him? He's going to teach you and remind you of everything that Jesus taught and said. Do you love Jesus? Have you opened up your heart to him? Will you welcome the Holy Spirit into your life? Do not leave this place without help from above. Do not leave this place without the one who will be with us forever, who not only will be with us, but will be in us to speak to us, to guide us, and to lead us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.